Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Tuesday on the show, you know what that means? Raw ratings coming out in an hour. Raw talk here on the program. Actually, we got SmackDown ratings new to talk about today, which I actually want to get into because SmackDown's killing it. So last night was another Raw show. And if you recall, last week, the show ended with a Miz and Morrison handicap match versus Drew McIntyre. that They announced in the first hour and then basically hid for the rest of the show. Because I guess they were hoping that you would forget about it. And you would think that there would be something big and you would stick around until the third hour. Well, the people that knew what the main event was, they didn't stick around. And the people that didn't know what the main event was, they didn't stick around. And so the last hour did an all-time record low. Lowest hour in the history of Monday Night Raw. So they open up the show this week announcing that Miz and Morrison are going to be in the main event again. And granted, at least this time... Drew McIntyre was going to be there, and Randy Orton was going to be there, and the New Day was going to be there. So it was not as bad as last week, okay? I'm watching this third hour. We've got a seven-way match for the 24-7 title. We got Ricochet versus Ali, which was a fantastic match. But, I mean, if you've been watching the show, this was not a marquee match. Ali, the lead of the loser group. Ricochet has been a jobber for most of the last couple of years. Not a marquee match, but in the ring it was fantastic. And then the main event, I mean, I thought the main event was a good match. But the point of all of this is, I do expect that the third hour is going to die again. But I do not think it's going to die to the level of last week. That's my prediction here, my official prediction. Huge drop-off from the first hour to the third hour. But the third hour will not be an all-time record low. We can talk about Raw on the show here today, how well SmackDown is doing, your text messages, whatever's on your mind, lots of stuff. So stick around, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. The 
spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to Stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. All right, before we get into Raw and everything like that, yesterday afternoon, actually, I finally watched SmackDown. Aired on Friday night, and I didn't watch it Friday. Actually, the reason I didn't watch it Friday was because I thought, well, I'm going to watch AEW Saturday at 4. It'll be done by 8.30. It'll take me 90 minutes to watch this SmackDown show, and I'll have plenty of time to do the Dave show. Of course, then I realized Saturday morning, oh, my God, there's a New Japan show tonight. So I watched the entire New Japan show, which we barely even talked about on Observer Radio. And by the time I was done watching AEW and the New Japan show, I didn't have time for SmackDown. I thought I'll watch SmackDown on Sunday. Well, you know, things happen on Sunday. I had to watch Saturday night's main event. Had to do the Vinny show. Had to do this show. Had to do things in real life. Didn't watch SmackDown. So finally, Monday afternoon, I watched this show, and it was good. It was not the greatest show I ever saw. I mean, there's stuff I question, which I'll get into here in a moment, by the way. 
But it was an, as Dave likes to say, it was easy to watch. Sasha Bailey was really good. Jey Uso is awesome. Roman Reigns is awesome. Paul Heyman is awesome. Baron Corbin and Rey Mysterio was insufferable. Dave goes, I never get bored watching a Rey Mysterio match. And I was thinking, that wasn't even a Rey Mysterio match. It was a Corbin match. All the guy did was sell for like 30 minutes. But anyway, rating comes in, the final rating, because everyone, there's all these trolls on the internet. I'm not sure you're aware of this or not, but I can't tweet anything over the weekend without some dude going, what's the SmackDown number? Well, bro, I don't do the SmackDown number on the weekend anymore because it's the overnight number. And quite frankly, if you're a big fan of WWE, what you should want is for me not to tweet that number because the final number is always higher. So I'm doing you, the WWE fans, a favor by not tweeting the lower number of the two. So anyway, the number comes in, the final number, 2.315 million viewers. That is a very good number. And it's exactly what I was talking about for weeks now. All you need is a couple of things that are hot, and you can carry an entire show. Like, there's stuff on SmackDown that I think is dumb, but you know what? I will tune into SmackDown every week to watch Roman Reigns and Jey Uso and Paul Heyman. And as dumb as the stuff was, the Corbin match was insufferable, but at least, like, there's a storyline here with the Mysterio family and Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. Now, the downside is that Sasha and Bailey is an anchor on the show. It's carrying the show. And it seems to me that for whatever reason, they decided after trying for three years, we're going to blow it off as quickly as possible, break up the team, do two matches, and move on with our lives. I presume at some point they're going to go back to it, but we have now gone from Bailey and Sasha as the best women's tag team champions, and actually the best of any tag team champions in WWE. They've been in forever. We have broken them up. We have feuded them. And now it's Sasha Banks versus Carmella, who attacks Sasha with the only move she ever does, the super kick. She does more super kicks than the Young Bucks. And if the Young Bucks and the Usos had a tag match together, there would be less super kicks in that match than Carmella is going to throw in any given match with Sasha Banks. But we're moving on to that now. I don't know why. But people sure love this show, and the 2.315 million, a lot of that was Sasha and Bailey. They did a huge number, and then the show fell off a cliff, and now we're moving away from it. So things aren't perfect, but that's a good number, and I sure like SmackDown a lot more than Raw. Did you watch this SmackDown show, Mike? What did you think? I still haven't seen it yet. No! Like I said, I'm still all Disgusting. backed up. Well, look, I wasn't going to watch it yesterday, and I am going to watch it. You've been backed up many times. You still watch shows. (laughs) I will be. Maybe I will take my seat on that throne to watch this show uh, like I do Raw sometimes. But, no, I mean, from what you made it sound like it it wasn't that bad. And and like I said yesterday, I'll end up watching it before the next one. But there was so much stuff going on that it just – I've missed it. And the same thing goes for the countdown to full gear because those numbers came out as well. And – I think much like me, there were other things going on that dragged people's attention away from it. Their demo uh, still stayed relatively strong, 18 to 34, but that was down pretty significantly too. So I will have to play catch up with those shows again from what you've made it sound like. 
you're already telling me what I already know, which is their top three storylines have been, you know, really good. Unfortunately, we're losing one now when it comes to Sasha and Bailey. But here's my hope for that one. When they do come back to it, it's not as partners first. Like they both get beat up and then they back into each other and see each other in the back and they're holding their necks and then they look up and then they become team members again just to get split up again. I, they have messed that up from day one they've messed up bailey from day one but that's a completely different story but yeah but you know probably what? let me say you shouldn't something be about surprised bailey. at the trajectory you can be disappointed but you can't be surprised this is what they do dude they've messed up bailey's character but let me tell you something she is so good in the ring absolutely and sasha banks is so good in the ring and this is what i want to say about this because we talked about this a little bit yesterday they gutted the live events division tony chimmel fired like a dozen people involved in live events were all fired which tells me that a there's no plan to do live touring anytime soon. There was good vi- there was good uh, uh, vaccine news yesterday, but we're still a ways away from going back to normal. But I don't think that even when we go back to normal, there's going to be house shows to any real degree. And also, I think it's abundantly clear when I watched that SmackDown show last night and Raw on Monday, Sasha and Bailey. They had such a great match. And then later on SmackDown, they had another women's match. And then on Raw Monday, we had that Nia Jax match with Lana. And we got Mandy out there and Dana and Mandy's supposed to catch somebody on a dive and like, she did everything in her power to not get near that person on the dive. Like, she didn't even try to catch them. And then she fell down anyway. And the Lana Nia match was, like, I mean, it was only a minute and it was a squash, but it was still horrendous. And the point of all of this is, there is such a magnificent difference between Bailey and Sasha and many of the other women on this roster. And you know what the big one of the big differences is? Well... Bailey and Sasha were out there, and they busted their ass on the independent scene, and they worked all over the place, and then contrast that with these women that they just got signed for whatever reason, Rock's cousin, really good looking, and they go through this performance center, and these matches, it's not, it's like, it's like when we talk about pro wrestling versus sports entertainment, it's like they're not even doing the same thing. Sasha and Bailey, what they're doing it's not even the same universe as to what, like, Naya and and these other women are doing. It's, it's such a shocking contrast. And if the day comes where there's no more house shows and they're not grabbing all of these women off the indies, they're busy just hiring good-looking people and putting them through the performance center, I mean, this gap is only going to widen. And one day when the Sashas and Baileys are gone, that ain't going to be a fun day for women's wrestling in WWE. So you're saying you don't want to see Lacey Evans and Carmella do a 60-minute Broadway? Oh, my God. Look, I'm just I'm going to try. I'm t- going to try here because, again, Bianca Belair is over there. What else do you do with her right now unless you're going to mix her up in a bunch of nonsense in a in a mixed storyline of teams of, you know, uh, uh, you know, unwilling partners or whatever it is? I mean, to me, at least if you're going to make this move and we'll see what they do, 
You have Bailey and Bianca on a silver platter for yourselves as another women's storyline on that show, and I think it's a valuable one for both of them. So maybe maybe if there's a silver lining in, the, in that black cloud, that maybe that's actually what it ends up being here. But yeah, I mean, Sasha and Bailey. They, you know, they've never really gotten it in the same way that their fans have actually gotten it when it comes to those two. But we'll see how the whole thing ends up playing out. Once again, though, I don't want to see them end up as partners again anytime soon, ever, in fact. You know, for, for a long, long time, don't become partners again. At least keep them as rivals. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Raw show. And the Raw show is missing these big hooks that we got on SmackDown. What on Raw? It's really making you tune in every single week. I guess we'll look at it after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. 
Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, AW numbers for the weekend here. They had the Full Gear special on Friday night, Countdown to Full Gear, TNT. 245,000 viewers, which is way down from the Countdown to All Out special, which did 357,000 viewers. They were down over 100,000. 18 to 49 for this was a 0.09 countdown to all out drew a 0.14. Now, obviously things can change, but to this point historically, there has been zero correlation between how the countdown show does, how the final episode of Dynamite does, and how the pay-per-view does. Maybe that'll change this time, but I've seen, in fact, I think that the best buy rate that they ever did came off a low-rated edition of Dynamite. So I would not read too much into this, but it is down from the last time they had a countdown special. Last time there was a countdown special, I believe it followed an NBA game too, didn't it? I believe so, and there was Which like a massive drop-off, if, if I recall. Yeah, I mean, that's, look, it, for that's, it, there's no, I mean, there's no excuse. They're not going to take it as an excuse. I mean, you draw a low rating, you draw a low rating. But, you know, that bump after the NBA game, because I think that it actually come on even later, you know. But, again, this, I think, just got crossed up in the mix with everything else. And like you mentioned, you know, they could have a high number and do, you know, below what they thought they were going to do pay-per-view or below what some had expected pay-per-view-wise. And you're going to have a low number here. But with what was on the pay-per-view, how this thing has been built to – it's real difficult to believe, and I don't know if we'll really know for sure, but again, that expectations won't be at least met or exceeded when it comes to the uh, buy rate. This person is blaming the, the news for Friday night, and dude, listen, it ain't the news. Because there was no. another show on Friday night called SmackDown that did their best number in forever on Friday night. And I think you they know. were airing it at, at roughly the same time. So, and And you know what the thing is, too, is I was going to say, you know, they didn't, I'm not sure how much they had promoted it or anything like that, but at least with my cable system, I have Xfinity. When you have a alert set to record AEW anyway, which I'm sure many people do, that all the countdown shows have been automatically recorded. Anytime AEW has done anything else on TNT, that's been an automatic record. So I, you know, I don't know if you could even blame that because I can't believe that Xfinity is the only one who does that. So I'm sure a lot of people had that thing on their DVRs and they've just chosen not to watch it yet, if at all. All right. So this coming Wednesday, we got two shows: the AEW show. Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky. MJF and Wardlow will be inducted into the inner circle. Obviously, the question is, are Sammy and Ortiz and the guys that didn't want MJF there, are they going to be there? Or are they still at a local medical facility after what happened in the 
Matt Hardy match. Penta versus Ray Phoenix 2, Ty Conti versus Red Velvet, and the Natural Nightmares will face the Butcher and the Blade in a bunkhouse match. Brian hmm. Cage just announced he'll be facing Matt Seidel. Non-title match. FTW title is not on the line. NXT has Johnny Gargano's North American title challenge. So he's basically they're basically doing exactly what Sasha was doing. The story is that like Sasha, Johnny could never successfully defend a title. So we're going to find out Wednesday, Wednesday if he can. No opponent has been announced, which tells me it's going to be some rando that he's going to beat. Raquel versus Zia Lee in a storyline that I'm straight over my head. And Breezango versus Lorkin and Birch, which should be a good match. So that is the lineup for Wednesday. And you get Pat McAfee on there as well, too. So there's your bonus there. Um, I don't know. The Zia Lee thing, I don't think it's gone over your head yet. They have just been... They've been very slow, and they've been. I, I would. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt to say deliberate, you know, because I believe they have a direction here. They're not making it up as they go along. I, I hope not, at least. But I, I mean, that's a lot I, of faith, dude. I, I know. I'm just. I'm doing it because it's NXT. But um, I, I don't think that they've done anything wrong when it comes to the the bow thing and and Zylee and and whatever it's going to be. But I, you know, I think they probably need to start getting to it a little bit more as to what is being held over her or why this is so important, if it means because she owes a favor or her family or exactly what all of this is going to be. Well, I'm fine with them dragging this out to whatever the conclusion is, but my problem with the whole thing is the storyline is she has to win. Like, yeah. that's what she says every time. I've got to win this match. Yes. Then she goes out and she loses. It's yes. like, okay, well, apparently you don't have to win because you've been losing, like, for three straight shows and there's apparently no consequences. You just keep asking for another match, which you invariably lose. I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, they got to get shaken with it. You're right. They got to get moving with it. And this is really going to be the week to do it because, again, you can't see her on paper the way things are right now defeating Raquel Gonzalez. So Raquel's going to beat her. And then then what? What are we going to see here? Will she be attacked and thrown into the uh a limo like uh the legato de fantasma or whatever you know whatever they were doing uh to get members who who knows here but yeah they got to start getting some moving here you know this week would be a fine time to do i it. mean they could it could be a story where i can't believe i'm fantasy booking this one but <laughs> maybe the story is that zia lee owes somebody or some organization money yeah okay so then you could at least explain that she needs to win because the winner's purse is bigger than the loser's. So it's not the end of the world that she's losing. It's just going to take her a lot more time to pay off this debt. Boom! And you can explain why she owes money and how she fell in with these people or whatever. I mean, it's not that hard to come up with something to explain why. She keeps saying she has to win, but then she loses, but then there's no consequences. Just say it's taken forever to pay this off. Anyway, <laughs> I've stalled long enough. Last night on Raw, we had a big Miz Morrison, Randy Orton, blah, 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 to set up a six-man in the main event. It was whatever. <laughs> Elias, it's funny. Elias is in the ring waiting for someone to interrupt him, but nobody does, and so he's actually kind of offended but then he gets interrupted because he was signed to be in a match next. Bro, 
I talked about that match on the show yesterday. You shouldn't be surprised. It is, in fact, a second chance match because in storyline, they need five people for Survivor Series. And they have so few male stars that they have to give three of them a second chance to get into the match. Which, if that's the case, that you really need someone good in the match, why don't you just add five guys? Why didn't Adam Pierce just go, here's the five best guys, you're in the match? Why are we qualifying if the qualifying matches are eliminating people that you actually want on the team? None of this was explained. Then we have a Mustafa Ali promo challenging Ricochet. We have a bunch of stuff with Gulak and the Hurt Business and the 24-7 title. It was, I'll, I'll give him this. When they did this seven-way match for the 24-7 title, it was exciting. When everyone just went and they pinned each other and all that. But, dude, that ain't turning around your show. We have Shayna Baszler and Lana, which she's getting over by getting squashed by Nia Jax. And then all of the women on the Raw Women's Survivor Series team, they all hate each other, and they're all fighting. It's the same thing with the men's team. I mean, do you guys know what a team is? Like, would you watch Monday Night Football if all of the players on both teams actually hated each other and were working hard to prevent each other from actually winning the football game? I mean, maybe like one game, but I mean, that's it. And be like, dude, it's supposed to be a team versus a team. All WWE can do is make teams of people that hate each other. AJ did this. I almost swore on the air right there. This freaking insufferable segment where... All of the team members are out there. They're all fighting. AJ wants to be the captain. There's no discernible reason why anybody would need to be the captain. There's no discernible reason as to why either team should need to beat the other team. Like, nobody gets anything out of the Survivor Series historically, ever. So I don't know why we should care. They go on and on. You guys who were sick of the first 10 minutes of Observer Radio, dude, it was 50 times better than this segment here with AJ and his team. They had a fun match, at least. Sheamus and Braun versus Riddle and Keith Lee with AJ as the ref. I did enjoy that, so that was good. Another awkward meeting with Alexa and Nikki. This thing is just so fake. Lashley promo. He kills Titus O'Neil. This thing went like 20 minutes. Lashley's going to squash Titus O'Neil. They dragged it out over like 20 minutes between promos and matches. And and I like Titus. And then Nia versus Asuka. With Oh, by the way, I mentioned this on Observer Radio last night, and in fact, it turns out it appears to be the case. Add another one of the Nihilist. She grabbed Mandy. She threw her through the ropes. Mandy grabs his shoulder. It appears Mandy Rose is injured. I got nothing to add. I got nothing to add. And then finally, finally, uh, Ricochet and Ali, as I noted, was a great match. I mean, Ricochet and Ali was so good. So good that you watch the match and, like, in the old days, you were just happy. And, like, today, you see this match and you think, dude, like, could you guys go somewhere else where you could do this on every show and not once every three years? And then the main event was the main event. Randy Orton is pouting because he has to defend the title next week against Drew McIntyre. He refused to tag in the entire match. It was a fun little story, I guess, but... Xavier got knocked out almost by John Morrison in the match. That was exciting. Poor guy. And uh, that was raw, everybody. So this show was like a a dumpster fire, (laughs) which, like, when they first lighted, it's like, hey, fire, cool. But then it keeps burning, and you're like, oh, my God, like, the whole house is in danger. It's a tire fire now. Yes. Not good. That was raw. What would you think, everybody? We come back from the break? 
I mean, I've learned my lesson. Apparently, no phone calls. I'm too mean to the caller. So I'm going to do text messages after the break, everybody. So you better write a good one. I don't want to be mean to people sending in texts. Back in a moment, Observer Live. See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, windshield washer fluid, and more. Get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select Sylvania bulbs, plus earn double O rewards points. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This holiday season, the Home Depot invites you to cozy up by the fire and do some grilling with top-rated grills from Traeger, Weber, Next Grill, and Masterville. Lined up, shined up, ready for holiday cooking, and lots of weekends to come. And don't forget bags of Kingsford charcoal. Oh, if your sleigh is not big enough, order online and get free delivery. Top-rated grills and free delivery with online orders. Holiday shopping improved only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. While supplies last. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, oh man, y'all missed excitement during the break. Maybe one of these days. Maybe one of these days. All right. I want to see what y'all think about all of this here. Am I in the minority here? Was this a great Raw and I didn't know it? All right. 
Let's see what's what's going on. Actually, I've got no emails, actually. That's weird. Is that true? No one's emailed me today? Wow. I don't know if that's good or bad. Let's check text messages. Hopefully we got some of those. Ah, indeed we do. By the way, if you want to email Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. Oh, no. I'm not talking about baby faces and heels. <laughs> Don't even send me text messages about that in AEW. I mean, it was noted by multiple people yesterday that AEW has a baby face and a heel tunnel. WWE doesn't even have that. All right. The raw men's and women's teams bickering with each other like children. Thank God we don't do that on this show. Watch them sweep the SmackDown teams at Survivor Series because that's how WWE booking works. Well, you know, I had a lot of people yesterday saying, and they may be right for all I know, it's so obvious Lana is going to be the sole survivor. And, hey, maybe she will be. I mean, allegedly they're trying to get her over by beating her like a drum. Now, the one thing that people have to realize is that in order for he, her to be the sole survivor, she has to beat everybody, or everybody on the SmackDown team has to be eliminated. So what that basically means is you're telling me that in order to try to get Lana over, they're going to beat everybody, including Bianca Belair, who has Superstar written all over her? Just to try to get Lana over? I got a better way to get Lana over. How about you stop putting her through a table every week, let her win some matches, let her be portrayed as a hero, and not as a total dork, who at this point, there's a there's a fine line between being courageous and being an absolute idiot. And her character right now is an absolute idiot. She comes out every week, and she tries, and she fails, and she tries, and she fails. I realize it worked one time for Daniel Bryan. Lana is not Daniel Bryan. Yes, I'm sure that she's being portrayed in a way where if fans come back, they'll all go, oh, yay, here comes Lana. But she ain't over. And she's not going to be a mover being portrayed like this. I can't believe I even have to explain this. But, yes, maybe she'll be the sole survivor. Well, then this is not going to make you feel good, but Nia gets disqualified. Bianca and Shayna get counted out. Uh, how else do you want to play this? You know, uh, Mandy, who knows, I guess Mandy may, I don't know how bad her shoulder injury is, but, you know, Dana can get beat. That's no problem. Mandy can get beat by Ruby Riot or whatever. That's no problem. My thing is, then how does Lana go ahead and then wipe out this whole crew? Because all of a sudden, She's Eugene training with Steve Regal or with William Regal. And all of a sudden, she's just an idiot savant that is just hitting moves. And she's hitting other people's finishers. And she's the female equivalent of the FTR Young Bucks false finishes from tag team history. She's just she's hitting Dick Murdoch's brain busters. She's she's submitting somebody to flares. I don't know. I because I don't and I how they think she's going to come out of this, even as the sole survivor. As anything special, I have no idea. Was she going to be like The Undertaker that one year where he just cleaned everybody out in seconds as soon as he hit the ring? I mean, unless she does that, what have you done? I mean, what have you done? Because I can already see what they're going to do, which is there's going to be stupid ways that other people lose, and then she hits a, a move, and then all of a sudden she's the winner. And yay, look, well, redemption story for Lana. Everybody should cheer for her on Monday. 
No, <laughs> that's no way. Because as you mentioned, they've done so much damage to her. She's such a putz, and they've made her look like such an idiot that it has gone past people feeling sorry for her. They just think she's a goof. Sorry, well, Lana. I mean, I'll we'll see what happens. But I mean, honest, honest to God, I mean, I know everyone's expecting that to happen, and maybe it will. Okay, anything is possible. But I've watched this company for a long time, and what I think is going to happen is that somehow in the match. She is going to help put Nia Jax through the announcer's table. Okay? And then, like I can see it in my mind's eye, she puts Nia through the announce table, probably early in the match. Everybody cheers. Elimination, 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 elimination. Hopefully they don't eliminate Bianca. And then maybe at the very end, it comes down to Lana and Bianca, and whoever else is in the match. I can't even remember who's on the SmackDown women's team. Ruby Riot. Let's say it comes down to Lana, Ruby Riot, and Bianca. It's two-on-one, and Lana eliminates Ruby. Now it's one-on-one. Everybody's expecting she might be able to get this big win. But you forgot about Nia. And Nia comes back, and she costs Lana the match. Lana's eliminated. And then you do whatever you do. Maybe maybe Bianca can beat Nia at the end or something like that. But that's what I picture happening. Like, you know, oh, man, you thought it was going to be that, but we got to get some heat. We'll see. This person here says, my aunt is a teacher. Did we lose Mike? Who did we lose here? Looks like we lost Mike. Am I on the air? Hold on a minute. All right, I'm on the air. Thank you, Dom. Mike just, he dropped off the face of the earth and lost his audio, video froze, because we're a professional operation right here. Anyway, Brian, my aunt is a teacher, and one of her students wrote a persuasive paper on why kids should watch WWE over AEW. The two bullet points, no swearing and no blood. Well, hey, listen, (laughs) I don't let... Paisley watch any professional wrestling. So on Saturday night, I was watching the AW pay-per-view live. And it started at 4, and it was going to go to 8.30. So I'm in my office, and I'm watching the show. We got Paisley downstairs. She's watching Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. It's part of her nighttime routine. Whitney tells me I'm going to go put Hanalei to bed. Paisley's down just watching her show. Everything should be fine. All right, great. So, of course, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, it's 25 minutes long. And it ends while Whitney's putting Hanalei to bed. And so Paisley doesn't know how to restart it. And so she doesn't know what to do. Her show's off. And so what does she do? Well, she runs upstairs and she comes into my office. And what match is happening when she comes into my office? Well, it's the... Elite deletion. And this dude's shooting this other dude with a Roman candle. And they're whacking each other with trash cans. And Paisley's sitting here and she's pointing and she's laughing. He hit him with a trash can. Why is he shooting at that guy with fire? 
I'm like, how long is it going to take to put this baby down? And finally, Hanalei gets put down, and I, I got Paisley out of here. But apparently the first thing she did was she went downstairs, and she told Mommy how funny it was that that guy's smashing the other guy with the trash can and shooting at him with fire. Now she's probably going to her outdoor preschool today and telling the other kids about, maybe there's a trash can there. She's trying to hit kids with it. Don't show your kids pro wrestling, everybody. That's what I got out of this. Maybe when they're like 15. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the irony if she, she grows up a not only a wrestling fan, that would drive you nuts anyway, but a, a game-changer wrestling fan? Daddy, you ever heard of this guy, Nick Gage? I like this guy. You ever wrestle him? She will never be a fan of Nick Gage or Marco Stunt or Orange Cassidy or the Rock and Roll Express or this Jungle Boy. That'd be the worst. She'll be telling me he's more handsome than I am. And he beat me. He does have better hair. How dare you? Brian, are you retired, this person says? Hell yeah, I'm retired. Especially after this show. And this person wants to know, when will Tom Lawler be on the show again? Did he get COVID? Well, my friend, yes, he got COVID. And he'll be on the show again yesterday. So he can go up and watch it. He's already been on. We talked all about it. Maybe he was meaning when he would see Tom and I again on this here very Twitch stream. Well, I'm sure someday you guys are going to do a show again, but make sure that you let everybody know about it so that, like, it turns on. I think we're going to have, you know, we, I think we should, maybe we should have, like, a Hands Across America thing for Tom. Maybe we should have a, a filthy Tomathon, some sort of, of COVID recovery process, because I'm sure he's very lonely out there in the in the shed that they had built for him, where he's in the backyard, just kind of in his own bunker right there away from everybody. You know, maybe we should well, have something like that. I mean, I, I do want to mention that. You know who wished Filthy Tom well in his absolutely completely asymptomatic from start to finish battle with COVID was Jim Valley, who is currently still in a local medical facility and will be for some time. You know why? Because Jim Valley's a great man. But Tom's not? No, Tom's a great man too. But like, oh. Jim Valley is such a great man that from the hospital, He's wishing Tom well in a battle with COVID where Tom hasn't had one single symptom. Except yesterday I made him laugh and he started coughing. <laughs> so I may have made him symptomatic. Thank you. You bring it all out of me like the uh, like a, a draw there. Brian Alvarez, the draw. This person here says, Brian, this is Honolulu. That's his name now. I totally disagree with that. My seven-year-old sister watches AEW every Wednesday with me. And her favorite used to be Jimmy Havoc, but now it is Hikaru Shida. Well, hey, listen, when Paisley's seven, I mean, maybe I'll be able to explain this stuff to her better. Try to explain to a four-year-old that they're fake hitting each other with a garbage can. How do you they do that? Do, no, I know. They don't do that on Wonder Pets or any of that sort of stuff. Daniel Tiger. She really stuck on that Daniel Tiger thing, though. I'm keeping her stuck on Daniel Tiger because it's one of the best shows for little kids. I, we, oh, yeah? She was into PJ Masks for a while, and oh, oh. Bedtime was a disaster after watching PJ Masks. This person says, remember that time that Ziggler won the Survivor Series match and it led to nothing? That's Lana this year. Well, yeah, of course I remember that. Because you know what? I didn't waste my breath this year. But every year I say the same thing. Would it be that hard to explain that whoever wins the most matches at Survivor Series, that whole brand gets numbers 15 through 30 in the Royal Rumble, or 16 through 30. And the team that loses, they have to get numbers 1 through 15. They're at a disadvantage in the Royal Rumble. Bro, it's something. 
Or, you know what else you could say? Is not only does the winning brand get the best numbers in the Rumble, and the losing brand gets the worst numbers in the Rumble, but the team captain for the Raw and SmackDown and women's and men's matches, the captain of the winning team will get a championship match in December. So you know what that does? That makes it valuable to win the Survivor Series match. That makes it valuable for you to be the captain. That makes it valuable for the captain to want the team to get along. With nothing on the line, all it does is irritate me to no end. These idiots arguing about who's going to be the captain. Who cares? Who cares? It hasn't meant anything ever to be the captain. Oh, AJ's the captain and his team loses? What do you get out of that? Oh, you're the captain and your team wins? What do you get out of that? Nothing. Oh, bragging rights? Who cares about bragging rights? You got to give me something tangible. But no, as always, I mean, I give the idea every year and it's the same thing. It means nothing. Nothing happens, but we're going to argue about it anyway on TV. Don't make them plan ahead. You'd make them do that by doing that. They don't like that. Bert says, are you retired like Terry Funk or The Undertaker? Ironically, a combination of both. This is a Lupez. I'm retiring like The Undertaker, <laughs> but I feel like Terry Funk right about now. Back in a moment, Observer Live. debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Can't believe the rampant bullying I'm getting in the chat here about looking tired. (laughs) What the hell do you expect? I got two kids. Daylight savings time messed me up. I record this show with Dave till 3 a.m. Then I can't get up. The, 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 The sun comes up and I'm awake. Because of this daylight savings time, this this crime against humanity, which we need to get rid of. Everyone's like, oh, well, we got an extra hour one night. Yeah, get an extra hour one night, and then your body wakes up an hour earlier every day. And you're still going to bed at the same time because you do record the Observer Radio Show at 1 a.m. I don't want to hear it. All right. It's melatonin or something. Rick Flair was a sole survivor on a quintuple countout. Yeah, cool. <laughs> they true. can do whatever they want. <laughs> exactly. How is AEW doing in the zero to five demo? Why well, we don't get those demos? <laughs> I mean, we only know like under eighteen, and they're doing they're doing fairly well in under eighteen. Well, they they get about what? What is it? One one and three quarters people a show. Maybe they should start counting the the O. Dude, to they five. got one point seven people per show. That's Monday Night Wars numbers of people are watching the show together but not even a full three quarters of a person maybe we can institute something and lobby nielsen and those folks you know arbitron whoever whoever does this stuff now uh for for zero to five ratings and we can count them as like 0.3 and then maybe round that up this person says i didn't like raw last night because it seems they are winging it instead of long-term planning you didn't like it last night because of that that's every week he says drew was supposed to be at a moment of bliss which was advertised throughout the week yeah Every week. I forget what the timing was on SmackDown, but, I mean, they're regularly finishing the script, like, 15 minutes before showtime, or there have been a few this year that, I mean, they weren't even done when the show was on the air. So, I mean, if you don't like stuff like that, I mean, don't watch Raw, dude. You're better off watching SmackDown or a non-WWE show because this is just what they do. Hey, we're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening here today. Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Twitch homies and jabronis. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.